Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the chunk? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm good. I have a quick question for you. What's your question for me? It is the spooky season. It is. That's not a question. That's a statement. Well, yeah. But have you watched any movies yet? Scary movies? Yeah. No. (laughs) Me either. Oh. But Taylor was watching a TikTok and it just like, it was hitting me about this one movie. And I just have a question for you. What's a question? How fucking perfect is Hocus Pocus? Oh, it's beyond perfect. That movie, that movie is a classic for a reason. You know, some movies are like, oh, it's classic. But like you watch it back and it's like, it's not that great. But Hocus Pocus, it's a classic movie and it's a good classic movie. Yeah. So tell me why there are people that don't like that movie. Home. There are so many people that, like, How? detest this Why? movie. Why? It's, there's, like, I don't know if it's... This is part of my other question. You know how people, you know, can like something or not like something. Is there <laughs> anything that is just good? It is just universally enjoyed and liked. And I feel like Hocus Pocus is one of the few. It ought to be. So then these people must be hating it. Out of sheer spite. Is it like people who hate on a thing because it's popular? I don't know. I think there are... Because because I've I've heard people be like, it's not as funny as you think. And I'm like, it's not a bad idea even being funny. It's just no. good. Just a good movie. Like, are you missing the idea? There's a whole emotional journey that movie goes through. <laughs> it's just good. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with that movie. Like, yeah, I'm it trying to holds think of anything. up. I don't think that there's any single thing about that movie. Let me let me just do a quick Google here. Uh, why is it doesn't Focus? even age bad? Like there's okay. no real there's no like technology in it, so you can't be like, oh, look at those cell phones, ha! Huh? You, you know, so there's there's nothing to really date it except the clothes. I have just typed in why is Hocus Pocus into Google. And the top search results, why is Hocus Pocus so good? Why is it a cult classic? Why is it so popular? Why is it not on Netflix? And you have to go down. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah it's not even on Disney Plus, I guess, because that's another thing on here. So yeah. you have to go down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine results before you hit. Why is Hocus Pocus so bad? And I want to see what people are saying. Ew, this headline on Vox, Hocus Pocus is a garbage movie that doesn't deserve your nostalgia you know i used to like vox and i think i don't now (laughs) what the fuck why do people dunk on hocus pocus it's a good movie i don't know so taylor was watching that tiktok and like i could just 
I could feel every line that was coming out of, like, the, her phone, right? Like, you've seen a movie so many times, like, you just feel the words. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, you feel them, just, just like, when they're, when they're happening. <laughs> and then uh, it was just playing different scenes, and I, like, found myself over in the driver's seat, like, mimicking the scenes. And I was like, hey, my name's not Ernie anymore, right? It's ice. It's ice. <laughs> and it made me upset to think of the people that don't like it. Okay, so this person's first point, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus, is extremely sexually creepy. Is it? Okay. In what way? So Come on, Vox. Be- before I continue reading on this, I'm trying to just remember the movie in my head because I want I don't want to I don't want this article to coat my okay. memories. All right, so let's let's go through the movie. You ready? So there's a thing about the, there being they, they need like a virgin for the candle ceremony or whatever, right? Yes. So that's that's a thing, but like. It's a 90s movie. There's a whole lot of worse things about being a virgin in 90s movies than and, just... <laughs> um, I would hope you're a virgin because it's kind of supposed to be lit by a child. Yeah. I so mean, I would think, okay, you know? Yeah. But hey, hey, whatever, man. You and know? there's nothing creepy about, like, the little girl, Danny, right? Like, they don't do anything weird with her. She's She's a literal child. I mean... When I watched it the last time, I just thought it was funny when she's like, kiss me, I'm Allison. And I was like, it's a little weird to say that to your brother, but hey, you know, <laughs> she's just making fun of him. You know? Okay. So let's read. Okay. Okay. So, let's say that. Um, Max is your typical Randy tween, a virgin, as the film constantly reminds us, whose primary motivation is to impress Allison. <laughs> Allison. There's a few cringe-inducing scenes where the protagonist pretends a pillow is the object of his affection and spoons it while whispering, Oh, Allison, you're so soft. Okay. I mean, that's not... <laughs> There's literally... Okay. Danny catches her brother in his mildly sexual pantomime and mocks him by pretending to be Allison. Okay. What the fuck? It's a scene that would be mildly charming if what we were watching wasn't trying to make us root for underage sex? Sorry. Huh? Okay. They're in huh? high school. And... <laughs> How are we rooting for it? We just we just want that girl to notice him because she gave him back his phone number earlier in the thing. Like, she straight turned him down. Okay, so Hocus Pocus is not a great witch movie, nor is it a particularly good Halloween one. You're stupid. You're just salty. This is written by, like, this is definitely not written by a millennial, right? Because every millennial loves Hocus Pocus. Would love it. Absolutely, yes. If you're a millennial out there, if you're a millennial out there listening to this and you don't like Hocus Pocus, if you think it's too randy for you, if you think it misrepresents witches, <laughs> write in and let us know. <laughs> uh, well, also, if you don't like Hocus Pocus, you have no business being here. Yeah. Kind of. Um, I'm trying to see how old they are because this thing's like, oh, its protagonists are 12 years old. What? Have you seen these kids? They're not 12. No. The little girl, Danny, may be 12, but like her brother is like oh, yeah. 16, 17. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Danny's eight. Okay. And I'm like, okay. I just want to know how, okay. How old was Max and Hocus Pocus? They say he's 14. So that puts him freshman of high school. Yeah. He's in high school. I think he's allowed to think a girl is pretty. <laughs> There's a you picture know? in this article that just is a picture of Danny, and the the caption says, "This is a terrible witch costume." 
It's a fucking witch costume. <laughs> oh my god. Whoever wrote this forgot to take their fucking meds for a week or something. <laughs> like, no. This is either what I told you that one time where it's, hey, you just need to write stuff to get people to click and they knew yeah. that people would all click on that because they're wrong. Yeah. Or you got assigned the opposite point. Hey. Yeah. Go say why this is bad. And he's like, ah, fuck, that's hard. Okay. I'll come up with something. And he goes, that, that's a bad witch costume. <laughs> her, her witch hat is too too pointy. Oh, my God. Okay, good. I'm glad you agree that people that don't like Hocus Pocus are like muggles and need to go away. <laughs> Dude, Hocus Pocus is the shit. It is. It is so good. It is a good movie. It is a good movie, through and through. I'm not saying it's a movie that'll change your life. It's a fun movie. Yeah, if you and just want to have... sometimes it's good to have that. If you just want to have a nice, fun Halloween time and not be too spooked out, Hocus Pocus is your movie. Yes, it is. It's fucking good. And dude, when I watched it, like, last year, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a while. I fucking cried. Oh, my God. <laughs> I At Was the end of, of the Binks? movie. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. The Binks part gets me every single time. Well, like, when he comes back to life, or, like, when he finally gets to pass on, and his sister was, like, waiting there for him, and he yeah, finally gets to be with his sister. fucking sad, actually. Fucking started bawling, and I was like, this movie's <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. I'll, I'll crack one open for Hocus Pocus. Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that. Get my witch's brew. <laughs> I should make a spicy seltzer. I want like jalapeno seltzer. I was about to say like a jalapeno one. Yeah, because I've got this watermelon lime one and I think it would be like really good with just a little bit of jalapeno juice in there. I mean, you could put some in there. I could. <laughs> okay, because we talked about it last time, I wanted to give you a quick update. What you got? And it's a really quick update. Okay. Uh, I went and got my physical. Oh, good. How'd it go? Did not mess with my dice at all. Okay. Okay. Like, no squeezing or nothing. It was just like, <laughs> he said it was because it was my first time at that doctor. So this so, was like, more to like, establish him? the relationship. You were like, hey, don't you want to like squeeze him? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I was just fully expecting that. And he was all like, hey. He came in and your pants were off and you were don't like, I'm ready, doctor. <laughs> I was already like turned away, arms up, like. <laughs> Bent over the table. Yeah. Um. And he was like, that's not until you're 50. Stop. Really? What? They don't, like, no. they squeeze your balls, no, right? Okay. Yeah, but the prostate, would, oh, the bum. where I'd have to bend over the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not till I'm 50. Okay. So, so I got a, I got a minute, guys. But uh, 20 years from now, when I get there, I'll be sure to tell you the story. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> okay. So, um, no, yeah, we just talked, did all the stuff, and then they did blood work. And then just a urine test. And that was basically the physical was just like a blood test. Yeah. But I did. I straight up said, hey, I drink Dr. Pepper <laughs> a lot. What's the deal? And he was all like, hey, you're probably fine. Okay. And then, I, and then I got back my, well, so he goes, I mean, we'll see when your blood stuff comes back. Because he's like, you know, I've got, I've got patients that come in. They eat a Big Mac for lunch and dinner. Every day. Perfect health. And then yep. I've got people that are on great diets. They eat perfect with what you are supposed to eat. And they got cholesterol through the roof. 
you know. I I think that genetics is bullshit, and it makes me angry. Bullshit in that some people have it too good. Yeah, like there's well, yeah. there's people out there that just like like the doctor said, eat like shit, drink like shit, and they'll live until they're ninety five. And there's you know people that spend yeah. an exorbitant amount of time like meal prepping and exercising, and they die at thirty five of a random heart attack. Yeah, such is life. Such is life, and the peppers must be feeding my life because I came back like everything like complete middle of the chart like perfect. That's good. I'm happy for you. Like not even one thing. He was like, ah, "We should look at this," which is like down the line. Nice. I was like, "Cool." So not much to update when nothing's going on, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, so I'm sitting there waiting, right? And I'm waiting for like the longest fucking time. I waited like 40 minutes. Shit, that's a long time. Taylor went right before me, and she was done within 40 minutes of her appointment time. And I wasn't even seen till 40 minutes past my appointment time. Good God. So I'm just sitting there, and, you know, I'm looking at my phone, listening to the music, and a song came on while I was waiting. Okay. And I don't know what it did to me, but I was like, what is this? I was like, I know this. I was like, I know this song. And... It's like this person, and they're just going, I'll tumble for ya, I'll tumble for ya. Have you ever heard that song? Of course I have. It's Boy George. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it is not. This is by Culture Club. That's Boy George. That's Boy George? Yes. (laughs) Boy George and the Culture Club. I don't know who that is. You, You know who Boy George is. I don't think I do. Are you kidding me? I don't know people. You know that I don't know people. Look up a photo of Boy George. I mean, look up. Not, I guess not I've a seen one. him. I guess I've seen him. Yeah. Like, I don't know who that is. You're not familiar with the musical stylings of Boy George and the Culture Club? That name means nothing to me. Oh my God, Robert. Sometimes. <laughs> I don't do music. <laughs> and then people say that I do. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't you like, know they sing look it up. Karma Chameleon. And I barely know that song. You know, I only heard that song because I went to a store where they just had a bunch of commas on a shirt and then a chameleon. And I was like, oh, it's like that song that I don't know. And then I listened to the song just to know it. And I've heard it probably once. How the fuck do you get around in life? I'm so... I don't know, man. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Well, I thought this was a lesser known thing, but... No. Okay. Well... I don't know what the song is, but I knew it somehow. <laughs> okay. How'd you know it? Like it was in my mind. Okay. Well, just for further reference on me not knowing shit. I mean, do you know that most songs that have come out that are popular, I only know if a parody person has brought it to me first. Oh my God. Of course. Why not? Either, either Weird Al has to have told me or actually, what is it? Party Rock Anthem? Okay. Kim brought that to me with a Harry Potter version, and I know that version more. What? Uh, and then, what's his name? Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. Um, that's what I like. You know that song? Yes. No, I know. Uh, that's how I live my spidey life. <laughs> that's the one that I know. I don't understand how you navigate pop culture sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because... I don't have a, a place to seek out music. Music doesn't come to me unless it's brought to me through 
through another means. I mean, the only song I've ever brought to you, really think about it. The only song I've ever brought to you was fucking I'm a Goddamn Frog. <laughs> so picture my musical <laughs> happenings in this world, okay? So anyway, okay. I, I didn't know it, right. but, I, but I knew it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Is it from a movie? Yes. Of course it is. But I was like, but why do I know it? And I started like doing a dance, right? It's going to be an Adam Sandler movie. I just feel it in my bones. I started doing this dance and I was like, <laughs> why do I know this dance? Right. And I'm like doing like a, the whole dance to this song. And I'm like, this is Big Daddy. Oh my God. I was like, this is big. This is Big Daddy. I think that's what it is. I mean, clearly it's the song is I'll tumble for you. They say it 50 billion times, right? Yes. So I look it up. It is not Big Daddy. Okay, some other Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> um, I would like to share this with you real quick. This is me in a physical room waiting to be what I thought was getting my balls squeezed. Okay. Are you ready? I did this exact thing. Jesus. I can picture this. I'm glad my camera's not on because I'm doing it again. Of course you are. <laughs> Jesus. And I was glad <sighs> that he didn't walk in while I was doing this, you know. I wish he had. <laughs> <laughs> I even got off the table to do that part. <laughs> You're a mess. So, it makes a lot more sense, because was Billy Madison. <sighs> I'm sitting there waiting to get a physical, dancing to Billy Madison... And not knowing why in my brain I knew what this was. <laughs> That's how ingrained that film is into my life. It just makes sense, you know? It does. Taylor was embarrassed of me when I told her this story. <laughs> she yeah. was like, you better tell everybody. <laughs> so I've now just apparently outed myself to knowing even less about Boy George. I know the name. Okay. Probably would have never picked him out of a lineup. Couldn't have told you a single thing he did. All right. But I can sure dance the Billy Madison shuffle to I'll Tumble For You. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, Boy George sang at the uh, David Bowie tribute concert that you bought me a ticket to. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says something here about uh, he took his look and style of fashion from David Bowie and some other people. So Yeah. He's a good dude. Very cool. Well, sorry, Boy George. If you listen to this, I only know you because of Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. But apparently such is my life. I have a weird story. Okay. So I feel like we, you and I, okay, not that I feel like I know that you and I have um, dissected, what's the word? Carved pumpkins. Dissected, carved. Yeah. It's all the same. We've carved pumpkins together before. Yes. There's photos of it as emojis in our secret discord yes um so i like the last few years i have not carved pumpkins because like a couple years ago when i carved one my arms swelled up like insanely large like okay like popeye style it was really gross cool. <laughs> like i developed a random allergy to the inside of pumpkins and it's like just the inside i can touch a pumpkin just fine and i can eat pumpkin just fine 
Is this why you're complaining about genetics? Maybe. <laughs> I, I got dealt a weird lot in my allergy life, but um, yeah. I always wondered, like, why am I allergic to touching pumpkins but not to eating them? And I, I brought it up at work because we were talking about carving pumpkins, and I was like, I don't carve pumpkins because I'm allergic to them, but I still eat them because they're delicious and I don't die. And um, one of my coworkers was like, well, did you know that canned pumpkin isn't actually pumpkin? Okay. And I'm like, what? <laughs> are you are you sure? She's like, yeah, there's like apparently no culinary definition for what constitutes a pumpkin. So like the pumpkin that we buy in stores, like you can you can get that and you can cut it up and roast it and blend it up into a puree. And it's going to taste totally different than the pumpkin puree that you get at a store because that's not actually pumpkin. Okay. And I didn't I didn't know this. So that's just like. Halloween factoid for you, I guess. Um, there's no like specific kind of pumpkin that you're buying whenever you're buying canned pumpkin at the store, and I didn't know that. It's funny that you bring that up. See, I think I think it's listening because Taylor just was playing a TikTok the other day, and I heard like bits and pieces, <laughs> and they said how the majority of what's in like let's say like your Libby's puree, uh huh, is just squash. Yeah, but I didn't really ask her too much about it or really pay attention it's just weird but like, like is there any pumpkin in that stuff i i don't know like because so... it's kind of like crab right is it is it crab that's actually most like imitation crab is like that other type of fish there's like a fish that they use and they sell it as crab but it's really this fish meat probably crab always tastes different to me so who knows what's actually in crab. I like imitation crab better just because it has a consistent taste to it, you know? Yeah. So let's see. This article says, this is from Mental Floss. Most pumpkin purees are a mix of winter squashes, including butternut squash, golden delicious, and Hubbard. Okay. Uh, Libby's has developed their own unique brand of squash called the Dickinson. <laughs> okay. The FDA is vague about what counts as pumpkin, which allows companies to pack unspecified squashes into their purees and still list pumpkin as a sole ingredient. That's so weird to me. Okay. I don't get it. Like, why are they allowed to do that? <laughs> so, is it like a color? Because squash is yellow. Yeah. So, do they color it to then, like, transform it? I don't know. I do not know. So maybe I actually do like pumpkin and I've been conditioned to think I don't when really I just don't like squash. Maybe. Maybe I should give pumpkin a the old college try then. Give it a go. Um, oh, and but... here it is. Uh, imitation crab is actually pollock, which is just a fish. Huh. Okay. So imitation crab is still meat. Yeah. It's like, it's like fish meat. Huh. I didn't know that. But it's just fish. It's not any type of crab. And they just, like, puree it down and form it into crab or something? Pretty much, yeah. Man, food is fascinating. It it doesn't, uh, <laughs> doesn't follow the rules. Yeah, it really doesn't. Because we call it crab, it's fish. We call it pumpkin, it's squash. Yep. And nobody can say that it's not, so we just do whatever. Yeah, who fucking knows? Well, that's fucking weird, though. But now I want to know more about, like, now I want to try, like, actual pumpkin stuff and see if I really do care. Because, you know, like, I've had pumpkin spice lattes when Taylor gets them. And I'm like, that's not bad. And Taylor makes pumpkin cookies. And I'm like, those aren't bad. Yeah. 
But I've always thought that I hated pumpkin because, like, pumpkin pie is that pumpkin puree stuff, and I don't yeah. fucking like that. It, I, I think it's gross. Do you just not like the texture or you don't like the taste? I, I don't like the taste. Okay. I don't like it. I think it's gross. Like, pumpkin pie is fucking disgusting. Okay. I don't even like the smell of it. It really? smells bad. Yeah, but it's But you like gross. pumpkin in baked goods and in coffee? Yeah, apparently. Because I've... Like, when Taylor makes those harvest cookies things that, you know, she makes, I fucking get down on them. They're really good. Okay. And pumpkin spice is not bad. Well, pumpkin spice typically has no pumpkin in it. It's just, like, the spices. I like spices. I like spices. So when you eat pumpkin and you don't die, you're eating, like, the puree (laughs) stuff. You're not eating, like... Like the seeds from inside the pumpkin that you're carving. But see, I've eaten pumpkin seeds too. And I know that pumpkin seeds, <clears throat> there's no replacement for those, right? Like you're not getting squash seeds when you go buy pumpkin seeds at the store. So I don't know why I'm not allergic to the seed of the pumpkin, but I'm allergic to that stringy mess that's inside of the pumpkin. What yeah. happens between the mess and the seed? I just searched, are pumpkin seeds really pumpkin seeds? <laughs> If they're not, like, if my whole life is a lie, I'm very, I'm very confused. I don't know anymore because it says pumpkin seeds are also known as pepita, which yeah. is a Mexican Spanish term, but apparently they're not the same th- thing. Don't lie to me. Pepitas, pepitas are just like another word for pumpkin seeds, right? It says pepitas are shelled pumpkin seeds, right? And it says, think again. Whoa. Oh, fuck. Hang what on. are they? Hang on. What I'm seeing is that pepitas are just like pumpkin seeds without the shell, right? Okay. So pepitas are pumpkin seeds, but only come from certain types of pumpkins and they don't have to be shelled. Maybe I'm just... So, okay. Wait, they don't They don't even have a shell on them to, to begin with? I don't think so. What? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> like, Like, apparently pepitas come out of certain pumpkins the way they are. This world is a confusing place. It sucks here. <laughs> Let's leave it. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, here's something cool. Here's something okay. cool. What's Maybe? up? Um, today, the day that we are recording, so you guys will have heard about this next week. Maybe you have it by now already. Maybe you don't. But today, Windows 11 was released. I want to know how this affects me, though. <laughs> it doesn't, apparently. Yeah, I mean... So, do you remember going from Windows 7 to Windows 10? I remember that the world was up in arms about it and nobody liked it, right? Yeah, they didn't. Because, it. I mean, they changed, like, everything. I loved Windows 10 from the moment I got it. Like, I remember downloading it day one. I was like, give me that new shit, right? Okay. Uh, I love Windows 10, and that's what we have now. I think it's cool because it changed the whole start button. That whole thing is different, you know? Man, I, I got to tell you, I never noticed the difference between updates in Windows. Like, the only difference that I have noticed since, like, 1995 is that, like, you can lock the screen now. And there was a time when you had to, like, log in as different users, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, typically it is more cosmetic shit, you know? Yeah. And actually, one of the big things about this Windows 11 is... It's supposed to have all these features. So Windows 11 is really built towards PC gaming people. Okay. Like, it's really supposed to make it better for, like, you and me to go play games on. None of those features are in it today. Okay. 
they're like, yeah, maybe spring of 2022. So they released Windows 11, which was like the big gaming update for Windows, and it doesn't do half the shit now. So well, everybody's basically getting just a new skin for Windows 10. I just, I, I don't know why they have to come out with these new like numbers and stuff. Just, just update it and like roll it. It's like phones, you know. Yeah. I don't ever notice the difference when Android updates or something. Like Richard will look at my phone and be like, "Oh, you got the new update," and I'm like, "Does something change?" You don't notice updates? No, dude. Like. Like, sometimes the buttons change shape or color, and I just roll with it. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, but I like it. I hardly notice it. You've probably been on the newest Android for a long time, but do you remember just turning the volume up and down? Between Windows 10 to 11, it's a huge difference, and I love how it is in Windows or uh, Android 11 so much fucking more. Is it different? It's so different. So when you did it on, on a Android 10, it was like a little blue bar that would show up at the top. But now on like Android 11, if you go look, if you do your phone right now, it's uh-huh. like a gray bar on the right. I never noticed these things. It's just so much prettier and I like it more. I just exist in this space and technology happens to me. I know, basically. I know. I was at your house, I saw... <laughs> Um, well, maybe you'll, well, then maybe you won't like this. Cause I was going to say, this is the only reason why I'm going to get it. Like, like I'm going to download it when we're done. Okay. Like I'm going to go ahead and get it. Apparently it's not crashing a bunch of stuff, which is good. So that's good. That was my main concern <laughs> is like, yeah. I don't want to get it and us have not able to be record. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't want to get it. And then us not be able to record an episode or something. Yeah. Some people have had problems, but the majority have not. And I feel like we don't do anything too crazy to warrant a crash, you know? Yeah. So I think we'll be fine. Apparently, in Windows 11, everything is more rounded. How you were saying sometimes they change the shape of the buttons and shit. (laughs) Okay. They basically did that to the Windows, and I'm into that. I want the rounded shit. I I think it looks cool. Yeah, I like round things. Yeah, so I'm going to get these round things later and see how that works. (laughs) Okay. Um, I hope it works out for you. Here's the one thing that I'm excited for for the update. You know, I have an HDR monitor over here uh-huh. that I never use. I, well, I don't use the HDR on it because you have to, like, go into, you know, you go to right-click, display settings, and then tell it that monitor turn on the HDR, right? Okay. And then I could go play Overwatch and HDR over there and shit, right? Yeah. And it looks phenomenal. But when you're not playing a game... Everything looks like shit. HDR doesn't look good on just, like, Windows running on it, right? Okay. So I just decided to turn it off because it looks good enough already. Windows 11 will auto-turn on HDR in the Windows system itself when you display something that could be HDR on an HDR monitor. So that will solve that problem. It'll be HDR only for Overwatch. When I turn it off... Go back to normal. All right. That's nice. And I was like, that's a nice feature. I'm into that. But that's not live right now. Well. That's going to come in in the spring. Well, shit. So it's like, what's the point of this update? Like, the one thing that I've wanted isn't here. Not for six months. Yeah. So Windows 11 is out. I like updates. I love 
updates because I just <laughs> assume it's better. Yeah. I update everything. I am in the, like, Google Play Store constantly checking for updates to all my apps and shit. Oh, man. Like, I do it at least 20 times a day. Like, give me the best version. But remember I did it and it made Discord not work? Yes. And then you didn't update, so you were still good? I yeah. Mean, it comes with its with its moments. It has its ups and downs. I like I like updates. Just like to be up to date, that's all. I do. So um if you are a super huge computer person, you know everything that's in it. It's out, you probably already know. You probably have it by the time I am saying these words. So enjoy it, I guess. I'm gonna get it. Because why not? Why not? And speaking of just, you know, updates of things, uh-huh. uh, there was also an update today for Super Smash Bros. There sure was. This is old hat by the time this episode comes out, but yeah, on but it today. today. Yeah. And I did get emotional. Did you? I think I got emotional on behalf of Ferdin. <laughs> like I knew what it would mean. Yeah. But Sora got announced as the last DLC character for Super Smash Brothers today. That has been a long time coming. But, like, the announcement was done very well. Was it? I, did, I didn't bother It was to a watch beautiful it. trailer, you know? Okay. Oh, it was cool. And that's part of what made me emotional. And then I was, like, watching it again because showed it to Taylor. And I was like, this is, like, a big deal. And it kind of hit me more the second time. Yeah. I was like, this is cool. This is really neat. Like, I'm glad for this. <laughs> I enjoy this. Now, I haven't kept up with any of the like previous six people that have been released. Yeah. I haven't played that game in a long time. But I made sure to log in today. I've bought all the DLC passes, so I had like six characters installed today. Shit. I'm all up to date. Everything's cool. It's a good game. I know you were like, what's the point of these I- people? <laughs> Yeah, so we were, ta- we were talking today on the Discord about it, and, like, I don't, like, I get that everybody wants their favorite character in this game and all that, but, like, are some of them just inherently better? Like, are the moves no. more cool than the other people's? Like, I would picture it, because I know that I can speak to you with this. You ready? Okay. Imagine if Moira and Arissa and <laughs> all those people were only DLC. You but can get them that. in the game, but they're DLC. But, like, I think that's a that's a different comparison because, like, team composition matters in Overwatch, whereas in Smash it's just, like, 1v1, right? Well, I mean... Or like, 1v all, basically. I mean, yeah. So... But, I mean, it's still a fighter with, all right, I mean, he is... This person's good at aerial stuff, so it's good for combating against these x amount of people you know i mean yeah. there's still a strategy involved but it's not a team game it is it it is you know all for yourself yeah so like i just didn't understand whether or not it feels kind of like a pay-to-win model like if you're releasing a character that's really cool and has these fun abilities if you're playing online with your friends and you don't have that character and they do they have a better chance at beating you with your like standard ass samus no, or they Pikachu don't. or whatever right no no not not at all Okay, so it's all just, like, everyone has different sets of moves. Like, they all have an uppercut. They all have a hit-you-off-the-map type of move. Everyone has just their own... Like, everybody's moves are designed around them. Okay. Because, like, Sora has, has, like, an up-smash move, but it's just... It's a move that he could do from Kingdom Hearts. 
Okay. So he, his has like a different flourish, but it's the same as everybody else that does the same type of move, you know? Okay. So I guess that makes more sense. So it's basically just like a different skin for the same style of fighting. Yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, it's basically just getting more content for this game, just getting more stuff to engage with. Yeah. So like, I want to engage with Moira because I think what she can do seems interesting to me. So I'll pay to play with her, you know? Right. Like, why not? But that's just another thing that like Nintendo tends to do that. You know, they'll release a game and then later they release more on top of that game, but you have to continue to pay for it. I mean, for some of them. Yeah, that bothers me a little bit. This one, you don't do DLC too much as a whole, right? The only thing, well, when I buy a game, like if there's DLC available and it's on sale or something, I will get the game with all the DLC because I want to experience the full game. Yeah. But like, I I just don't like the concept. And I'm hypocritical because I subscribe to this kind of a thing with The Sims, you know? Like I get every single pack that comes out for The Sims. Okay. And... It just, <laughs> it bothers me when a company knows that their fan base will pay for it. Like, to pay, what, like, probably $5 to get Sora? That's... Yeah. That's $5 for one character? Well, and like, <laughs> well it's $5 for him, his, his, his brand new stage to fight on, and then all of the, like, new music that they have, like, composed based off of music from his franchise. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, and I know that every company does this, and DLC has been a long-established system that gamers will pay for more stuff, but, like, it just bugs me. (laughs) I don't like cosmetic stuff, although I have bought loot boxes before. I know you have, and I I cannot with that. (laughs) I cannot abide. I wanted some summer stuff, and guess what? Didn't get what I wanted, so never did it again. (laughs) good (laughs) well what i'm gonna pay you money to get duplicates only forget that yeah forget that like if it's if it's a new level if it's like another little piece of story campaign i love dlc for that shit like go ahead and give me the rest of it you know yeah and that's kind of what this is basically this is just giving you the most robust version of this game that can exist okay like you have 89 people to choose from you That's have like 120 many. stages now my god like Why? well it's called super smash brothers ultimate and they fulfilled the promise i mean this is the <laughs> ultimate version of smash bros because it brought like everybody back that was one-offs in any game prior yeah it added new people so sora and them so actually sora was the top requested fan person yeah, I saw that, and like, yeah. there was a clip that somebody took out of the video saying, you know, Sora's been the most requested one for the longest time, and it took yeah. him this long to fulfill the fan wish. So he, well, I bet they were saving him for last because he was the number one. Yeah, probably. It's not even, to me, it's not even the idea that he's in it just because, oh, I get to play as him now. Uh, the guy who directs the game pretty much said it the best way that I could think of it. He, he was like, this game is a monument to collaboration. Yeah. Sora doesn't belong to Nintendo. It has no ties to this, and the company that owns him is allowing this to happen. Metal Gear Solid, Solid Snake, he's in this game. Yeah. Banjo-Kazooie's in this game. Like, there are people from other franchises that are in this, and so he's like, this game 
proves the idea that we are allowed to share with each other and be one gaming community. Yeah, and that's really sweet. Like you described it earlier as a love letter to gaming, and I think that's yeah. a good way to look at it. I think that's what made me so much more emotional when I watched the trailer later today. Because <laughs> I was like, Kingdom Hearts is a big deal, and it does have... It is a bit more under the radar than I think it should be. Yeah. Even if I don't, like, live and breathe it, you know? Right. I've played two of the games, and there's, like, seven so, I mean, I can't even say I'm the biggest fan, but even I think it's not as popular as it could be. Yeah. And I know how much it means to the people that do love it. The people that love Kingdom Hearts fucking love it. They sure you know? do. So, I just thought it was cool that they got something, you know? Yeah, I am happy for the community's sake. I mean, yeah. definitely it's been a long time coming, so I'm happy that people have this now. What would you have thought if Master Chief was put in it today? Because that was like the other big contender. I thought he was already in it, to be honest. <laughs> he might as well be with everyone else that's in it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I just, I've been playing like Smash since the 64. Yeah. I bought a GameCube to play Smash Brothers Melee. I bought a Wii to play Brawl. I bought a Wii U to play Smash Bros. whenever it eventually came out. Wow. And I and I and I bought the Switch for the same thing. Yeah, there were other games that I enjoyed on it, but it was because I knew Smash Brothers would be coming at some point. I buy Nintendo for Smash Brothers. But thankfully we get other games like, you know, a game we'll be talking about in a little bit. Yeah. Which you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and hit it now. Okay. Metroid's coming out. It sure is. I have nothing else. I just want you guys to know it's out there <laughs> and you need to be playing it. Okay. Please go buy it. It's fucking great. Hopefully, I think that by the time you're hearing this. So it's coming out just on Switch, or is it on any other system at all? No, it's just the Switch. Okay. You know how Nintendo do. Yeah. But I can tell you that uh, by the time you're hearing this, I may just now be getting my physical copy. Oh, man. (laughs) Like, because GameStop wasn't updating my address. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, they're not going to send this out on time. So I went ahead and got a digital copy so I could play it immediately anyway. Yeah, which is a good idea. I support this. I only did it because I wanted the game to also be successful. Yeah. It means a lot to the franchise right now. Right. So, like, you're supporting the game. You're making sure that you're able to play it day one. And you're also getting the bonuses that come with both the digital pre-order and the physical pre-order. So yeah. normally this is something that I would yell at you for. But <laughs> I support this. Yeah. I like to buy games digital now yeah. after owning them physical first. Like I've bought all the Uncharted's digital. I bought God of War digital. So I don't, so I don't have to get up to put the disc in. Okay. <laughs> but I always get those digitals when they're like five bucks way later, you know? Yeah. But I was like, I think this game needs my money. Like I want these sales to explode. I want Nintendo to be like, fuck, we've been wrong. Except they weren't wrong. This game never sold before. So if you or Richard ever get a bug for it, go get it. Why not? Okay. Why not? Why not? You may like it. I mean, you're 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 digging the countdown, which I am. is over right now. Yeah, because Friday I will be posting the last one. So yeah, I'm so excited. I'm I have been digging it. It's been fun to watch. I'm a little weirded out that like I built that like thirty step thing a month ago. <laughs> And I'm almost out of things to tell you guys about it. 
Yeah. I mean, when you're hearing this, I have like a, a couple more. When you're hearing this, it's it's done. But for me recording it now, I've only got like three things left to tell you guys. And I'm trying to figure out how to add one more thing in there because I thought you particularly might like to know this one thing. Okay. So I'm going to mix one up. But yeah. uh, the reviews are not out yet as of this recording. I want to know how people are receiving it. Because every game's always good. I hope that it's received extremely positive. I want I want nothing but roses for this. I want it to make everybody go, damn, I wasted all my life never playing these before. <laughs> but anyway, Sora, welcome to Smash. I will be kicking your ass as Ferdin plays with you pretty soon. Okay, sounds like a good time. He just bought the game today, so. Yes. All right, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble. If you did, you can get that full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and signing up there to be a patron. We truly appreciate all that our patrons allow us to do. It lets us really expand what we're trying to give you guys, and we appreciate you so, so much. And if you want to give back to us just a little bit more and also give back to yourself and be the ultimate supporter, you can go get you some yimtope gear over at the yimtope peril store uh it's getting cold outside i'd start looking at the hoodies they are soft oh they're so soft soft. link to that is in the show notes go check out all the cool stuff there just want to give you guys another big thank you we really couldn't do this without you now back to your regularly scheduled content i've been playing a game lately now you've been playing a game what you playing it's called ai somnium files have you heard of it whoa 
Yeah. No, it's a mouthful, though. <laughs> it is. Uh, so this is like a new game from the Spike Chunsoft developer, and they're the ones who did the Danganronpa series. Oh, okay. So I didn't know what to expect with this one. It has been described as like kind of a detective thriller mystery kind of uh, visual novel thing. Okay. Which that checks all my boxes, you know. Yeah. So uh, we've been playing it, and like the dialogue for this game, for starters, I want to say, first of all, I love this game. <laughs> it's really good so far. It's engaging. The gameplay is very fun. The dialogue is fully voice acted, which is really cool. And it's okay. done well. Like, they hired good people for it. People that have been in a lot of games, like Persona 5. There's a bunch of Persona 5 actors in there. Okay. Um, how, do, how do I want to say this? The dialogue is real horny. Just, like, <laughs> just <laughs> extremely sex-deprived. Okay. Like, the okay, so the main character... I mean, he, you got to think, this person wrote this in COVID times, potentially. I so. guess. It gets weird fast. So, like, the main character has um, this thing where his, like, eyeball is electronic. And okay. his eyeball is kind of a character in its own right. So, like, it's a it's a chip that he can talk to and it communicates back to him. And it's voiced by a woman. And there's scenes where his eyeball literally will, like, pop out of his head. And it's its own character and it's it's like this cute little standalone teddy bear thing and oh gotta go back to the teddy bears okay gotta go back to the teddy bears <laughs> spike chunks off has something with teddy bears so when you go there's like two different phases to the game so you're investigating murders in real life and then you're investigating witnesses by going into their dreams so like when you go inside of the dreams you're kind of having to dissect the person's head and just figure out how to problem solve in there because it's a dream world so it's really fucked up and you have to like fix it and when you go into the dream world your eyeball morphs into this like <laughs> this this woman like this magical girl okay. and she's just like out there problem solving and shit and there's just weird sexual tension between this man and his eyeball <laughs> and <laughs> It's so awkward sometimes and like they fight like an old married couple, but they flirt like high schoolers and it's just a lot of real horny dialogue. And okay. then also there's a character who's like, I just freshly turned 18 and I'm a pop star. And our main character is like 31 and she's like, go on a date with me or I'll blackmail you. And oh it's God. just, it gets real weird, but okay. um, so as challenging as some of the subject matter is, it's a really good game. And if you like any kind of mystery or, you know, visual novel style stuff, it's, I recommend it a lot. It's really fun. It's brand new. Um, I'm not sure where all it's available. Let me look that up I to right say, now. where are you playing it? We are playing it on Xbox Game Pass because it's free there. Okay. It's on just about everything. It's on PS4, the Switch, Xbox, Windows. PS5, Xbox One, okay. it's on everything. Cool. Check it out. AI, the Somnium Files. I have a feeling the story is going to turn and get like real crazy because they they do this thing that every single like Japanese mystery thriller game does where they allude to a case from the past. Like, oh, six years ago. And then every single character that they introduce has something weird that happened to them six years ago. So yeah. it's all going to tie together and I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to like it. Okay. Uh, speaking of liking things, so... IRL, as recording, we are just a couple days out from assembling our brand new Lego sun. Yeah. And I had such a good time with the Legos. I just wanted to, like, recap it because it was it was so much fun, man. 
Okay. I, it was way more fun than I expected it to be. We So if you are familiar with our Twitch streaming stuff, you have seen us advertising for our, what do you call it? Streamtober. Jeez, couldn't yeah. remember the word there for a second. Yeah. Uh, so we, we've been doing Streamtober all October, and it's been a ton of fun. Uh, we just assembled an AT-AT made out of Legos, and it took us way longer than I intended for it to take. Uh, yeah. We... We looked it up online and it was like, it should take you about four hours. It took my 10 year old son four hours to assemble it. It took uh, two I 31 year olds. I expected six. Yeah. So. I was planning for like six because we were going to be chatting and like, you know, we would take breaks. But like, we powered through this thing and it took us eight hours to assemble this man. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very long, laborious process, but it was really, really fun. And we spent what do you think like 30 minutes on that thing's head just trying to get like the little lego people to sit down in the freaking head yeah because they don't fit in there they don't fit in there and it took us so long and we eventually just like you know what they can ride in the torso yeah and forget them so i was showing richard yesterday because uh he was you know asleep for half of the stream so he didn't get to see when we got him fully assembled and i brought him out there and i showed him i was like look they even have like pilots and stuff but they don't actually fit in the head he's like well in the movies you know, there's three people that are riding in the head and it really needs to be screen accurate. So I'm going to try to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> so he opens the head and I'm like, be so careful with these cheeks because these cheeks yeah. fall off all the time. And of course, he's like trying to put the, the little dudes in there and the cheeks fall right off. And I'm like, I, I told you, oh this is God. what happens. Yeah. And the right cheek, there was like a piece in there that had been like we, we had reassembled it like five or six times. Yeah. And there was a little piece that got put on like the wrong side. Okay. So I was able to like adjust it and actually get the cheeks to set correctly on the thing this time. And I was like, oh, there's one little piece. I have been putting it in wrong the whole time. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> but so while the cheeks were off, Richard was like, you know what? I'm just going to get these little dudes in there. And he just like, pops them all in and they fit perfectly all of them fit exactly as they do in the photo and we pop the cheeks back on that thing and it just looks like a like a regular old ATAT with his cheeks on and with three men in his head well there you go there but you now go they can never be removed yeah i told richard like this is the last time we touch this thing oh yeah it's, <laughs> We're not gonna it's, do this. it's done now it is done um, but see, but see, we were trying to put them in with the cheeks on. I know. So I feel like the instruction booklet should have been like, if you want anybody in the head, do it now before the cheeks get on this thing. Because, I mean, there were places for them to like peg in. Yeah. And stand there. But like you said, those cheeks, they're sensitive. Them cheeks. <laughs> yeah, they fall right off. But it was super, super <sighs> fun. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I now crave the Lego lifestyle. Like I want more Lego things to assemble. I do not crave that. I I I did l look at some the other day though. Yeah. Because I was just out somewhere and I was like, well, I'm gonna look at some. And I was like, I just I would enjoy Legos so much more if it was just like a fraction cheaper. Yeah. Not for even sure. like hugely cheaper. I'm not saying like half price, but like I just don't enjoy spending more than a video game on some Legos. <laughs> And I'm well, already to... upset at how much video games cost. Yeah. We did get to spend, like, a, a good amount of time on that thing. I think that, like, for the price that we paid, we paid 170 bucks for the ATAT, -AT, And thank God we got some patrons because y'all really, <laughs> you you seriously paid for that thing. So yeah. thank you for that. Um, 
But yeah, I think $170 for eight solid hours of entertainment for a couple of friends. It wasn't bad, right? No. Yeah, I think we should do another Lego assembly at some point, though. That was a lot of fun. We might need to do one of those botanical ones because that would yeah. actually be like a really nice showpiece to have sitting out, you know? Yes, for sure. But uh, yeah, it was, I mean, really my first experience with Legos building like a full thing. And yeah. it was pretty fun, except for when it was not fun. Like getting the <laughs> cheeks to stay. Those fucking cheeks. Like that was the one, the one point in the night where I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> like trying to get those cheeks to stick on that man. Because building the toes. That was fun. A euphorium I had not known before. But the cheeks, not fun. No. Well, you know what? Speaking of not fun. Okay. I saw a movie. What'd you see? I'm sorry if this is unpopular because my opinion of the first one is already unpopular. But I saw the new Venom movie. Okay. And it's okay. Just okay? I mean, it's pretty much what I thought it was going to be, which is just okay. At least it didn't disappoint you. Well, because I already knew I'd be disappointed, so it didn't disappoint, because I already knew it wasn't going to be great. Yeah. Sony is not... If they could ever swap this stuff over to, like, the Marvel movies to do, Uh it would be done great. But Sony will never let go of their cash cow, because they own the majority of Spider-Man IPs for, like, movie rights. Right. So they're building, like, a whole thing all of their own. And Venom is, like, a comedy. And he is a very dark character. So it doesn't sit with me the best that this really intense character is funny now. You know? Because that's, I guess, marketable, you know? Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Well... like. Like, Ven- did you see the first one? No. I don't like the first one. People, okay. that movie made like a billion dollars. I mean, it was a humongous success. Okay. Like, stupid successful, that first movie. And I don't like it. You just didn't like it. It didn't sit right with you. It's not Venom. It's not what Venom should be to me, you know? Okay, that's fair. Okay, it didn't make a billion. It made $856 million still a lot (laughs) yeah it's still eight times what it costs to make so i mean it was wildly successful yeah i'm looking forward to venom in the new spider-man game and that's where he's gonna be done good because his first movie appearance super god awful it's fucking eric foreman from that 70s show (laughs) like come on now i like tom hardy i think he's an awesome dude i love tom hardy but he's like not venom for me it just, mm. it doesn't work. I I do like how they make these movies. I think it's cool. So did you know he does the voice for Venom as well? Tom Hardy does? Yes. I did not. And what they do is he will record his Venom lines and they put an earbud in. And when he films a scene where Venom's talking in his head, it's actually talking to him in his head. So he's having like genuine reactions. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think that's really cool. I like that. But it's still not good as Venom, you know. Uh, So anyway, Carnage is in this one. That's the premise. It's Let There Be Carnage. 
Carnage is Venom turned up to like 11 on the bloodometer. I mean, he's just a super fucking evil version of Venom, right? Okay. It's not that bad in this movie. It's like, it's not bad because I'm pretty sure Let There Be Carnage is uh, PG-13. Really? Yeah, it's a PG-13 movie. So you're taking two of the most hardcore Marvel characters that are known for their darkness and you're making it PG-13. Yeah, that's uh, like kind of you're cop out. having to dumb it down. You know. So do they have rated R movies though? Like, is that a thing within the Marvel universe? Uh, it will be when, when uh, Deadpool comes out. Oh, really? Yeah, because they own Deadpool now, and they have confirmed he will be part of the MCU at some point, and they won't mess with him. He will be just as bad as he was before. Who owned Deadpool before? Uh, Fox. Like. And then, like, remember, Fox? Disney bought Fox. Yeah, Man, like... Everybody like, owns everybody, don't they? Yeah, so 20th Century Fox owned uh, X-Men and Deadpool. So now Marvel owns Deadpool and the X-Men, and so they will be coming up in the MCU pretty soon. I always thought that Deadpool was either decidedly Marvel or DC. I didn't know which one, but I thought he was, like, in one of those universes. I mean, he's a Marvel character. Okay, but He's owned by Fox. Yeah, but his movie rights were owned by Fox. So that's the thing, you know, like, all these different movie studios own properties that are owned by one other person. So, like, Spider-Man was currently split between Marvel and Sony. And then there's, you know, other Marvel properties owned by Fox. And then there's some owned by these people. And so, like, everyone's got, like, a piece of the Marvel pie. Yeah. And Marvel's trying to get it all back now. Okay. I would almost call this movie a comedy. That's kind of like what it looked like in the trailer to me. That's, it seemed like they were marketing it more as a comedy. It kind of is. And it's like, that's not what I want. Like, I want badass Venom, you know? Okay. <laughs> and he's not in there. Like, I'm still waiting for Venom to show one day. Yeah. Car- Carnage in this movie was like where Venom should be. And okay. he's supposed to be so much worse, you know? Yeah. But it's the PG-13 version of him, and that's what Venom should be normally. So it's okay. It is directed by Andy Serkis, which I thought was cool. Okay. So Gollum directed this movie, <laughs> if that means anything to you. I mean, sure. I love Andy Serkis. I am enamored with him as a human being. I would love to have a dinner with him and just sit down and interact <laughs> with him. I think he's Ask him very to do cool. all the voices. I just think he's a cool person he's just, I just a think neat he's man neat. he's a neat man <laughs> but so you know i watched it if i'm gonna be honest it was falling asleep towards the end oh man i didn't like it um there's some cool stuff in there if you're really big into spider-man and that kind of stuff but the real big thing is the end credit scene which i'm gonna spoil here because i don't really think you should Spend your money to see it unless you just really need to intake this movie. Okay, so the because, spoilers here. Yeah, and this movie will not be coming out on any of the streaming apps anytime soon, so like you have to go to the theater to see this one. Shit. And I don't think you should. You know, credits start rolling right there in the middle. Venom and Tom Hardy, they're talking to each other, and they're doing their stuff, and he's like, let me show you some of the knowledge that we've acquired being symbiotes that have lived for millennia. And something starts to happen, and there's this, like, big, bright light, right? Okay. And so he was sitting in his hotel room at night, 
And then it's like the middle of the day, and he's like, what the fuck just happened? He's like, what the heck's going on? And he starts looking at the TV, and J. Jonah Jameson's on the TV. And he's like, that's right! Spider-Man! It's Peter Parker! And it shows Tom Holland. Okay. So the end credits of this movie just brought Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom, into the MCU. Well, hell yeah. I don't know if that means Marvel will be making the movies. I think it's all just a tie-in for that Spider-Man movie that's coming out in December. That's got the people from Part 2 in it and all that kind of shit. Yeah. I think it's going to be a one-off. Like, yeah, we put him in there for now, and then he's going to come right back out. Who knows? So basically, this movie's getting bad reviews, and most people are like, this movie's going to go down in history as the one that brought Venom to the MCU. And that's all you'll remember (laughs) from it. Okay. That's kind of sad to me. But that was the only thing I took away. So that was neat. I thought that was cool. I wonder what it means. But I'll find out in December, I guess. I guess. Here's a random question for you. Uh, One of our listeners wrote me personally and was like, what do you think about Tom Hardy as Bond? Uh, Oh, I actually like that. I've actually thought he could do a good job. Yeah. I like Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy, but I don't see him as James Bond for some reason. Like, I, I don't, maybe he's just too thick. Like, you know, he's a, he's a thick man. He's big. He's bulky. James Bond can be a thick man. We've never had a thick Bond before. Imagine, like, a Jason Momoa Bond-style person. <laughs> I think that'd be all right. He's supposed to be, like, slinky and skinny so he can get in and get out. He's sneaky, right? Yeah. But, like I mean, spy. I mean, if Christian Bale can turn from, like, emaciated to Hulk- batman every two years you know <laughs> this this guy can slink down a bit to, to give i you don't that. want him to slink down i like bulky tom hardy i don't even think he's like super bulky i, think I haven't he seen him it. in a movie in some time let me look at a picture of tom hardy real quick i mean there's him and esquire from i think not too long ago he looks pretty i guess he is kind of slim i just remember him as bane i think so like he's i you think know, so like because, thick yeah because like this picture i don't think he's any kind of like super super thick yeah how old's tom hardy he's like what 36 yeah yeah he can't be that old he is he's 44 44 we need we need a young bond we need the young hip bond those are the requirements i don't think young and hip goes hand in hand anymore <laughs> you know who i want to be bond who do you want to be bond Anna de Armas. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Give me that one. That'll work for me. Ah, but she's Cuban, though. She's not allowed. Remember, we we put in a strict rule. British only. Must be British. Well, ruin that for myself. I'm sorry. I mean, I think he'd be good. Maybe. I don't know. I can't decide. I guess I'll just ride with the new Bond. Whoever whoever happens to fall into the role, I will support. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, have you been watching the new phenomenon? Everyone, everyone is talking about the Squid Game. <laughs> I do not partake in Netflix very much. So when the new Netflix hotness is going on, I never know. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I had seen just a ton of memes, like a brick wall of memes come through for all these little people in jumpsuits. And I'm like, what is this? And People start sending me stuff like, oh, you should watch Squid Game. I need you to watch it. And I mean, 
whenever there's like a new thing happening that everyone just like vacuums towards, you know, like a black hole sucking people in, like everyone is watching Squid Game. Yeah. Everybody I know has been like, you have to watch it. I, I, I'm not that I tend to resist that, but like I tend to keep a cautious eye out. Like I don't want it to be overblown for me. You know how stuff gets overhyped for me and then it gets ruined, yeah. right? So I think I kind of am what you said, though. Like <laughs> if like everyone's like pushing it at me, then I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> like just like nonchalantly be like, oh, I watched this. It's pretty good. You should try it out. And I'm like, OK. And then that's good enough, you know. <laughs> Okay. But even even my barber did bring it up when I was getting my hair cut. So, yeah. I mean, it, everybody's in it. Everybody's in it. So, I had to try it. I'm two okay. episodes in. I haven't watched a lot of it yet. There's nine episodes total. And I got to say, it's like pretty good. Like, I'm not. <laughs> there's there's a huge debate right now like the whole sub versus dub thing is coming up and like the oh dub for squid game is not good i'll just tell you right now the the actors they've gotten for the dub not great but if that's what you need to get yourself to watch it yeah go ahead and put it on like i i honestly i read the subtitles whether it's english or whether it's in korean so i don't i don't care i'm reading subtitles regardless but okay. for um audio processing it's much easier to listen to English while you're reading English, I yeah. guess, for yeah. a lot of people. So the dub is bad, but it's out there. Um, and I'm okay. not hating on it. It's just objectively worse. Good. Okay. <laughs> but the show itself is really good. It's people are calling it a battle royale, but it's not exactly a battle royale because the contestants, as far as I have seen, are not killing each other. They're all kind of like fighting the same machine. Okay. So it's a whole thing of like, they they're opting into these like series of games and the people who survive the games will be eligible to win like billions of dollars or whatever. So um, it's intense. It's gory, but it's very good. It's very sad at times, but it's very good. See, here's, here's my thing. I was thinking about it again while you were discussing it and you're like, it is good. I have no doubt that it's good. Right. Yeah. But there are so many good things you cannot intake all the good things. I guess, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good TV. There's a lot of good movies. There's a lot of good sure. games. There are so many quality things to indulge in out there. Yeah. But if you are trying to indulge in every good thing, you will have no time to do anything. I guess. You guess? Like, I mean... Ha- have you kept up with every good TV show? Well, of course not, but like... Exactly. There's good stuff, and then there's, like, good stuff that speaks to your soul. And I chase that bliss, you know? Yeah. Like, like I really enjoy crime and mystery and thrillers. And this kind of fits into that as well. So, yeah, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's, of course, it's good. Society says it's good. And it falls under my belt of what I would be watching anyway. So why not watch it? See, I think that's my thing. Like, I've become more selective in what I'll even try now because... I know this is going to be good. I think it's like you said, there's, there's like what speaks to your soul. Yeah. Animation's what speaks to my soul. So most of the time I'd rather watch an animated show instead. Yeah. Regardless of how good this show is, you know, I'm watching, uh, close enough right now, really. And even that I'm picking like at very slowly. Okay. Cause I'm trying to, I'm trying to get some games in there right now. Yeah. Like there's just... We have so much media 
in at least at least where where we live, you know, first world America, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of shit to indulge in. There sure is. If you finish it and you were to tell me like you got to see that ending, maybe. Okay. But because it's a show that tells me it's going to be like seasoned, which means it's not really going to be an ending. And it kind of makes me. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like for this premise that they've set up, it can only have one season unless they go into a different direction with season two or something. But again, I'm only in episode two, so I don't know what happens in the rest of it. But it is Korean and America's the only place that likes to do seasons of shows. Everyone else likes to tell you their story. Yeah. And wrap it up. So I might like this. You this might. might be my first uh, Korean thing, because I know people love those like Korean drama shows. You know? Yes. I will take a peek. Yeah. I'll let you know how that ends. Or let, okay. I'll let you know whether the ending is worth your time. Okay. Uh, but as far as TV shows go, a trailer dropped today for House of the Dragon, which is the spinoff of Game of Thrones. That would make sense why I saw it in the news today, because I was like... Yes. I was like, ooh, is this like some game? I didn't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I am one of the people, maybe the person who enjoyed the the final season of Game of Thrones. I loved okay. Game of Thrones right up until the last drop. Sue me. Fight me. I don't give a shit. I will kick your teeth in. Game of Thrones is good. Um, and so I'm excited for this. And it's got a good cast from what I've seen. Um Olivia Cook is going to be involved, which I love her. She, I know her from Bates Motel, and I think she's been in a couple of movies too. But I, I just think she's, she's a delight and she's beautiful, and I can't wait to see her evolve in her career because she's only twenty seven, so she can only go up. Nice. But also like Matt Smith from, from Doctor Who, isn't it? And I can't look at his face and not see that weird little do- doctor dude. So. Not see Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to feel about him. But um, yeah, it looks, it just looks like it's going to be good. It looks like we're getting more good episodes of Game of Thrones, but like a different set of characters, a different story. What is it? It's uh, the House of Targaryen and it takes place 300 years before events portrayed in Game of Thrones. Okay. So it's about their like civil war and like the rise to power and just lots of. Lots of good stuff. It looks like more political shifts. We're going to see more dragons. I'm okay. excited. I know that you didn't care for Game of Thrones, so this isn't exciting for you. But, like, for me, I'm thrilled. Yeah. Uh, I never really made it to the dragons in the show, so. I can't, that's season one. Can't be, I mean, yeah, as babies. But then that's <laughs> it. But I know there's, like, full battles with them. Yeah. Like, there's actual dragons. Those are just like, oh, yeah, there they are. Little lizards. Yeah, but it's not like dragons, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't get to, like, the actual dragon stuff of the show. Right. Well, that is cool, but also, why don't you just finish the fucking books, my man? You want me to read the books? No, I want him to finish his fucking book series. Oh. (laughs) He's spending his time writing fucking new TV shows and creating Elden Ring, which is a video game that has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. And it's like, write your fucking books. There's people have been waiting since the 90s for these books. Yeah. Uh, Do those. But no. Would you read those books, though? 
I tried. I, I, I they bounced right off of me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just, I just want this. You know what? You know what? Because you brought it up, here we go. It's been a while. You ready? <laughs> okay. George R. R. Martin update, everybody. Oh, my God. Let's take a look. You don't Let's even, like, see. care for this man's properties, but you just need him to finish it. Yeah, I just, like, need him to do what he needs to do. <laughs> okay, yeah, he still seems to be in good health. Everything's checking out. Just nothing about his books. Still chugging. Yep. Uh, he is excited to see 17 dragons in this show, though. So 17 of them? Yeah, so that'll be cool. Well, hell yeah. Uh, how about you put 17 dragons in your books? <laughs> okay. Okay, I typed in George R.R. R. Martin. First thing, will George R.R. R. Martin ever finish Winds of Winter? I'm sure he will at some point. I think, it, honestly, it would be really, really funny if if he just intentionally didn't finish it and kept being like, yeah, I'm working on it. It's going to be so good. And then he just died. And then... <laughs> And then that was it. And then they find the manuscript, and it was just like, I've been faking the whole time. <laughs> it's just like all work and no play makes George a dull boy. <laughs> he was like, I realized I made way more money from TV. Yeah. I'm not, Imagine that. I'm not, I'm not writing this book. He's like, I didn't even have to finish the book, and I got to finish the show. So what gives with that? You ready to hatch these dragons? Yeah, I'm ready to see all 17 of them. All right friends please help us grow this audience tell a friend tell two friends tell eight friends and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode because we release weekly every single monday each and every one one of these mondays coming up here is indigenous people's day actually i think it's releasing today october 11th so happy indigenous people's day um if you have a second to rate and review us on apple Podcasts, that helps us reach more lovely listeners just like you that's right. Don't forget, you can find us and friend us on all the social medias. That's YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Do not miss out on all the Twitch festivities. Yes, it's, indeed. It's Streamtober. This month means a lot to us. We hope it means a lot to you. Uh, at the time of this one, we've already done our Lego build. We've done the Phasmophobia. So tune in this Saturday... Six o'clock. We're gonna be drinking them sodas, them nasty ones. Ugh. I'm um, not ready, honestly. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be great. You're gonna learn a lot about us. We're gonna learn a lot about each other. It's gonna be a whole thing. Okay. It sure is. So don't forget Saturday, the sixteenth, six o'clock. Be there. And again, patrons, you guys don't understand. We think about you all the time. We plan stuff for you all the time. You really mean a lot to us, and we appreciate all that you do for us to help us make this show be what it is for you. And we only want it to be bigger. So hopefully you'll stick around with us for all that we make, all that we do, and we hope that uh, you really dig it and stick around with us for all that time. And also, don't forget that email. Where it all began, the tiny Yimtope Gmail, ymbtoap at gmail.com. Go ahead and blow the dust out of there and send us a fresh little email, all right? I want to know why you fucking hate Hocus Pocus. Why do you hate it? <laughs> Who are you and why do you not like it? I need to understand your thought process, okay? 
Send it to us. Our theme song is The Green Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. Give him the views. Give him the likes. Give him the clicks. He deserves them. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is it one person who owns all 17 dragons or is it 17 people who own them? But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Nobody owns a dragon, truly. Uh, I'm going to imagine it's just like, it's like a dragon ranch. They're just out frolicking, <laughs> flying around, you know. Burning acres. Yeah, and then you got, like, the one dude that's, like, kind of their shepherd, and you're like, what's up with this guy? Why has he got so much dragon control, you know? Okay.